This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2014. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty, and this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch and talk about an episode of the Golden Girls going in chronological order. Uh, today, we watched Season 1, Episode 7, The Competition. Ooh, and was it fierce. Which aired November 2nd, 1985, which was two days before my birthday. Aww. And we have a very special guest joining us today, an actor, a comedy guy, the creator of I Hate Being Single, an amazing web series. Please welcome Rob Michael Hugel. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thanks our, for me. Our studio no. audience is going yeah, crazy. Going crazy. <laughs> Stop, guys. Why I have a show to do. You gotta keep this going. It's my two cats. Um, <laughs> we, uh, so when I, I was, we were talking before when I googled um, Rob Hugel, because we don't know each other, but mm-hmm. now, I know him. Now we're going to be great friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, I live down the street. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you can come over and pet Roseanne and Frasier, those are the cats. And, oh, yes. Yeah, Wait, what? Frasier, you've seen Frasier. This is the first oh. mention of your cats on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's getting They're serious. New. Yeah, it's Roseanne and <laughs> Frasier. Hope they don't die. Um, and sure. uh, so I googled Rob, and it, it, it forces me to look at Rob Hubel, and I got very angry at the Goog and said, Stop it, I mean Rob Hubel. So if you Google him, just trust Rob yourself. Michael. Rob yeah. Michael Hugel. And there's a G, not a B. Yeah. Yes. Fuck the B. Uh, and the not U. really. If you want to come I mean, do the podcast, the e? Rob Hubel, you yeah, should totally. an extra an E. Extra e. Yeah. You don't need that extra E. Nope. Just no like doubt. I don't need the extra R in my name. Take nope. it out. Gone. Now I'm Carrie like in Felicity. Carrie Russell. Yeah. Carrie the lotion. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Where are we going um, with that? I love this episode. This is a good one. This is yeah. an amazing episode. I think this is the first time in an episode where the A and the B storylines work so well together. They work in conjunction with each mm-hmm. other and they're not just completely random. Yeah. Um... So to recap this episode, it starts with Sophia. Anytime it starts with Sophia, like, cooking something, I love it. Um, it starts with her singing, la, 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 doing, like, her best, but that's what she does. That was an amazing Sophia It was a really good impression. I think I'm going to do it for Halloween, uh, which is so funny because this is going to come out way after Halloween. Um, she's making her 14-hour spaghetti sauce, yes. which... I mean, that's a that's serious. A that's spaghetti. a serious sauce because you have to stir that, right? Yeah. Or I guess because she had it on a pot on the stove, yes. she didn't even have a crock pot. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's like she's staying up. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's probably been up since like the night before. Yeah. 
It's a day and a half. But you know what? It's amazing. It's what she does. It's 14 hours a day and a half. <laughs> it's for for being awake time. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, that's like a day. And for an elderly lady. That's, yeah, true. Um, true. <laughs> so, so Dorothy comes in to taste it, which is funny because she dips a spoon into the pot and puts it, but there's yeah. no sauce on the spoon. No sauce. But she keeps like blowing on it and then sipping it and blowing on it and sipping it, but there's guys, nothing on guys, the spoon. Guys, this is not a documentary. She had lines to give after sipping yeah. the sauce. There's a reason why she didn't Here's the, the sauce. thing, though. Anytime they have breakfast anytime they have cheesecake anytime they empty the fridge to put it on the table to eat they're always eating the food even if a little bit not Dorothy uh, but, B. Arthur, no, literally, that's, that was the thing, and like I think in the book, um, that B. Arthur did not ever eat any of the food. She never ate it. All right, it well, like then I'm going to have to keep an eye on that, because yeah. I did notice, and somebody on IMDb noticed that there was no sauce on the spoon. Um, so I, I felt, that made me hungry. Oh, really? It made me hungry, too, for but, sure. Yeah. I saw the red sauce, and I knew that I wanted that. Yeah. There was a good marinara. And also, who doesn't love spaghetti? It's, yeah. re- it's a really good comfort food. It's a deli- I'm going to have some tonight, I think. Yeah, maybe I'll make some spaghetti, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and it's so funny, Rose walks in, she's like, ooh, is that Chef Boyardee? Which I feel like is the biggest insult to Sophia. Yeah, like, and also, too, why would, I mean, Rose is a cook, why would she do that? Like, it seems, mm. yeah, that seems out of place. That I didn't like. I don't know. Um, so then Blanche comes in, and she's carrying a bag, and, and she's gushing about this purchase she's just made, and she's like, when I saw it in the window, I had to have it. And then she busts out a bowling ball. Yeah. Like, we're like, it, there's no mention of, I mean, she was just so excited about this. I'm like, when did we learn that, like, suddenly Blanche loves bowling? Mm-hmm. Well, you reach an age, and you love certain things that keep you busy. Until you're gone. I guess so. It doesn't seem very Blanche, though, is what you're <laughs> no, saying. No, it not like, very Blanche. Blanche. Blanche loves men. Like, does, like if they were like thing? salsa dancing shoes. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. Isn't that a thing that old people do, though? Like, bowl? Like, my grandma was a bowler, my grandpa was a bowler. Everyone bowl. But Blanche wants to come across as the youngest lady ever. So, like, why? why because is... if you're living in Miami around like a bunch of senior citizen Jews, like, you're going to be bowling. I guess yeah. so. She, yeah, there was a little mention later about the guys at the yeah. bowling alley. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. So, so yeah. her and Rose are going to be in this bowling tournament, going up against the Nielsen twins, oh, who that. are like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit! These Nielsen twins are that this is some fierce competition." So, um, so yeah, so they're going to be bowling against them. They talk about they mention how Dorothy's a great bowler, and you can mm-hmm. kind of see the gears in Rose's empty yeah. brain mm-hmm. turning, which introduces a storyline that's actually it, it, it carries throughout the series. Rose's obsession with winning. She's, She's so very competitive when it comes to athletics. And this happens on many episodes. There was a, a field hockey incident. That's mentioned, but oh. then they never go into Her it. Her eyes got so dark when yeah. she said the field hockey yeah. incident. Uh, incident. She was like, the field hockey incident. It was just like death. <laughs> like, like she yeah. murdered someone. Like, yeah, like, it was <laughs> a fire great, in the eyes. Betty White does a great job of, even with her voice, like you really do feel the juxtaposition between like happy, floaty, brainless Rose mm-hmm. and like competitive, like she'll kill to win yeah. Rose. And it's like, Night and day, yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. It's oh my crazy. gosh! So do you think it was like um, it was like a showgirls thing where she like threw the beads on the floor so oh. she would like trip accidentally? Like, do you think that she like I think she clocked her like, in the knee? Yeah, yeah she clocked she her in Nancy the knee. She Nancy Kerrigan. Totally, yeah, she, she totally I'm so her. sorry to use that as a yeah. verb. Nancy Kerrigan grew up close to my hometown, and we all just felt so sorry for her. She's a wonderful lady, and mm-hmm. that that thirty thirty special that documentary on Tanya Harding is just completely This is sad, more George. about Nancy Kerrigan Tanya Harding than I've like <laughs> my life really. Sorry there's, I was really invested in it when I was a kid because she was like a Massachusetts girl. Um, so anyway so then we learned that the reason why um, the reason why Sophia is making this sauce is because 
her friend Augustine Bagatelli from mm. Sicily. I feel like anytime there's like a last name that's Italian on the show, they're just like, what's the pasta brand? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Like the do. They're like, oh, Bagatelli? That's the gnocchi? Go okay, it. go with Augustine. Bagatelli. Done. Um, who she was engaged to, yeah. which I feel like Sophia's been engaged to a few different guys before her she husband. She was a that's, slut puppy back in the day. That's come up a few times now. Um... Uh, also, um, Sophia, sorry, going back to her sauce for a minute, she has such a great quote that I love. She says, if this sauce was a person, I'd get naked and make love to it. No one says anything. <laughs> no one <laughs> says anything. Does anyone the conversation need to say anything just goes that? right on to bowling. I yeah. mean, that's, that, that's an end of everything. <sighs> that should be the end of, like, every novel. Yeah, it's amazing. So she says that she so she says that she was engaged. Blanche goes, "Wow, Sophia has a past." And Sophia goes, "But unlike you, I didn't have to take penicillin to get through it." Amazing. Ah! Yeah. Amazing. So, so good. Also, too, I have to say, like that's a pretty racy line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. implies gonorrhea, mm-hmm. syphilis. Is that what is that what you use to cure those? Uh, I think with syphilis you use a bacteria. Oof. It's a bacteria. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. A, I could be wrong on that. That's what killed Al Capone, right? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know, Carrie. I thought he, had, about TV I thought he had the syphilis. <laughs> Doesn't that kill the king? Uh, Henry? I don't know. Whatever. You know what's fun? is to say mm. syphilis like Jerry Blank from Standards of Candy. Syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> it looks syphilis. like a cold sore. Uh, well, when she okay. said that, I have to say, I read, yesterday I was watching a lot of Mike and Molly. Don't ask why. I'm trying to write a spec script, and I feel like that's an easy one to write a spec sure. script. Sure. Now we know why. Yes, and that's why I know I just said it. And um, a lot of these, like, a lot that type of comeback that Sophie did I was noticing in like Mike and Molly like it was like subtly racy you know mm-hmm. what I mean like they were talking about waxing areas and landing strips and little guys mm-hmm. and like everything and I'm like this is what the Missile McCarthy's bad we're talking about mm-hmm. and it was so oh Sophia's it very it's all about the metaphor it's all about the metaphor like, throw it under double there. entendre sneak it in there <laughs> sneak it in there just it. sneak it in there um, I'm in another place with that. so now so then it's <laughs> then we get to a scene where it's, so it's the day that Augustine is yeah. coming <laughs> Sophia's wearing a black dress so he'll know that she's single <laughs> so she's in mourning <laughs> for her husband who died like 23 years ago Augustine comes to the door, cute little man cute in a man, suit. Yeah. And he was do... a big guy in the 80s, car- older man character oh, was actor. He? I think he was in Cocoon. He was in a bunch of stuff. Oh, do you yeah, want to look yeah. him up for a second? I will, yeah. Look him up. So they come to the door, Augustine, Sophia, and then at the same time they go, you shrunk, and they're so adorable. Um, so they sit on the couch catching up. They, they're both just basically like, what's new? Nothing, nothing. My husband's dead. My wife is dead. And they're going to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> cute catch up. Um, Dorothy and uh, Rose are, are, are kind of eavesdropping in on them mm-hmm. and commenting on how adorable they are. And then we learn, we're in the kitchen, that uh, Rose went behind Blanche's back and paired herself up with Dorothy for the bowling tournament and admits she's too competitive when it comes to athletics. So then Blanche comes in all angry and she's like, I signed up with one of the Nielsen sisters uh, because they're like, they were like sleeping with the same guy who found out. Dorothy tells Rose she won't bowl with her. And then Rose comes up behind Dorothy, and she finally convinces her to bowl with her. There's a lot of switching partners. Mm-hmm. This is like polygamy of bowling partners. And then Rose comes up behind Dorothy and says, tells her she should be her partner, and she's like, just say yes, and nobody will get hurt. Unless we don't win. Again, Rose, Rose being is evil. very yeah. scary. Rose is single white yeah. femaleing everybody. Yeah. Like, crazy town. She's, she needs to win. 
She has to win. <clears throat> um, so, oh, also, in that scene when Blanche comes in, and I, this is like a recurring thing that Blanche does a lot, but she comes in, she's like, I am just stunned. Stunned. I could not be more stunned. And then later, she comes out and she's like, I'm just devastated. Devastated. <laughs> devastated. I love it when she does that, like these grand announcements yeah. of how she's feeling. Um, so then, then uh, Dorothy is out on the lanai titular name of the podcast <laughs> she's repotting plants but yeah. here's the thing she has pots in plants so she has plants in pots no extra soil no. she's just like she lifting them up and, and then like just putting just them back down back and, and like maybe, holding a shovel in her hand you do with i think we always play this role where you're like <laughs> i'm cynical about this and i'm like well but maybe it's like she's just stretching the, the pot plant, no like, the soil, like you change like, the soil but like do you? do you would you ever just take a plant out and like like you let like, the roots breathe. Play with and then the you roots, like in. you're you tickling balls, and you just maybe. put it in. Like I don't change the soil. Do you have Rob? Do you have plants? I have a couple plants. Do you change the soil? I. You have to put them into a bigger. If they're getting too tight for the sure, small yeah. thing, you have to put them in a slightly bigger. So she didn't put it in a different pot. I don't think so. It looked planter. like she was hoisting the plant up from its pot, mm-hmm. yeah, holding it, and mm-hmm. then just putting it back in while she talked and like gestured with a shovel. Well, you know, sometimes when people are trying to talk to me while I'm doing something, <laughs> oh, I yeah. forget. Me too. And I just, I just yeah. do, I'm like, I haven't done anything. I do that Maybe with my plants, too. I, so, I talk to people, and then I don't water them, and that one's dead now, but I keep it as a metaphor for Oh, uh, yeah, sure. that's very dry. Yeah. It's no, it's, um, dead. it's dead. It's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. It's dead. It's, like, dead. So maybe, okay, so then we're going we're gonna to give Dorothy the benefit of the doubt, the B of the D, yeah. and assume that there was a bag of potting soil at her feet. Yeah. Yes. And also, too, it's, like, irrelevant to the scene. Like well, the actual nothing soil. is irrelevant. No, <laughs> nothing. The soil is, not, is irrelevant. To it the is scene. not it just, hard. It was a gesture for her to be doing something out on the lanai. I know, but it is not hard as a writer to be like, what might she be doing out there, and what what might that involve? Like, but like do none of the writers have plants in in other stands. That like, might be to blame. There. Yes, yes. No, because when the writers write an action, they have to say she's out on the lanai doing something. Yeah, she's. They put it in uh, the script. Like, just like they do with their ages. They never really mention the ages. It's always really vague so mm. how old they are. Just like this. You the know, actions. Actions are vague. Focus on the characters. Okay, here's what I think happened. I think that the writers were just like, uh, she's out on the lanai, just say like potting plants, right? Yeah. That gets past the director, who's probably like, okay, uh, potting, I don't I don't have any plants I don't really want to do. And until the prop guy, and they're like, oh, just, just get some plants, put them on set, and we'll figure it out on the Give day. Yeah, we'll figure it out they on get, the day for sure. Just, just, you know, get some plants, yeah. put them, you know, put them on the set. Yes. The, the, the girls will figure it out. It's going to do what it's going to do. You know, know it's, it's plants. It's plants. Yeah. They're going to know what to do. And they get on set, and B. Arthur's like, I'm not a plant person. Yeah. And, and and so they, and they're just like, uh, just just go with it. Just use your just body. Just whatever feels, and... whatever feels good. You are in MAME. And then that's and then that's what they got. And now and now here we yeah. are, uh, yeah. thirty, you know, twenty eight, twenty seven, whatever years later, being like, what is this? Mm-hmm. That was a long tangent. No, Let's get back yeah. to it. Listening All to about the talk soil. About um, we should be talking about Rose's dangerous competitive side. So well, so <laughs> she's out on the line doing right. the thing with the soil. Sophia comes out, talks about she's having such a great time with Augie. Oh. She says, when I leave the table, he tries to stand up, which. Yeah. 
so so sweet. That's yeah. great. What yeah. a great man. Tries though. Yeah, that's tries. Great, that's I mean, part of that joke because that's yeah, it's subtle. It was like a, mm-hmm. it was like a very subtweet. subtle. It was yeah. a subtweet. It was it's, the subtweet of the day. Sounds right at first. You're yeah. like, oh, that, oh, he's old. So oh, he wants Augie wants Sophia to go back to Sicily with him for a while. Dorothy forbids it. She says, "You had a stroke. You have high blood pressure." Here, the writers are doing a great job of yeah. tracking her health because mm-hmm. we do know from the triangle that she had high blood pressure. Yeah. We know from the pilot she had a stroke. Great job. Sophia wants twelve hundred dollars for the airfare. And uh, Dorothy says no. And then... Also, wait, sorry. No, please. $1,200 airfare. Now, I was recently looking up um, airline prices for Israel. Mm -hmm. And that is also a $1,200 ticket. So, was inflation that large then? That the tickets were... But I think it's when are when were you looking to book? Because this is probably yeah, in like a week or something. Oh, short okay. notice, short notice, more expensive well, ticket. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, did, is it weird? Dorothy caved so quickly on her feelings about sent like allowing her to go. She was like, "Yeah, absolutely not. I forbid it." You cannot. You're not healthy, da, da, da. And then she's like, "Well, you can't tell me what to do." And she goes, "Okay, well, I can't tell you." What to do. Well, maybe it's not she's like, being well, like really, diplomatic, like because like, it's a, it's about her independence, you know. And she is a woman still. Uh, it's true, but she was so like. And she also had to wouldn't set up she that just joke? be so afraid? She had to set up the joke that Sophia gave at the end. That's where true. she was like, "Well, you're a woman. I can't. I can't. You're an independent woman." She's like, "Right. I can do anything I want." And she's like, "You're right." And then all of a sudden, Sophia goes. I need twelve hundred dollars for the yeah. ticket. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it yeah. was a perfect setup was, for that. Yeah, and then we get this really great joke where this is the, the it's it's a type of joke that they do throughout the entire series. It's like the formula is the same. The you know it's always a, a different subject matter. Um, but uh, as Sophia's talking to Dorothy, Rose comes out and kind of catches the end of the sentence. So Dorothy goes. Sophia goes. I can't believe you're denying your own mother. And Rose goes, denying her what? And Dorothy goes, Springsteen tickets, Rose. <laughs> like that whole, yes. like, it, and it's usually Rose and Dorothy. Yeah. So it's like someone says something, Rose goes, oh, for what? And then Dorothy makes some sort of sarcastic remark. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we again, we have to make a list of these. Because yeah. that was the type of joke that you would see all the time. Um, and also, like, where does Dorothy get all these? Like, she's a school teacher, so clearly she has some, like, ammo in her back pocket for... Insults. Yeah. She gets them all oh, day, probably. Sure. Yeah. She's probably up on pop culture because of the kids. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Springsteen, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He mm-hmm. is the, thing. the boss. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So Born in the USA? Is, yeah. No, and no, it was no, 85. Yeah. So that was, what, 82 that came out? 83? Now I'm afraid that Born in the USA might have been later. Oh, really? I, guys, I'm sitting yeah. here on the computer. Google you it. Google it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a cute story. When I was a little kid, I, I very vividly remember, I was, I don't know, maybe like five or six, and I was listening to Born in the USA. And I think, like, I told my mom, like, I really like the song. And she's like, you know, you were born in the USA. And I was like, what? what? Wait. Hold the phone. And I remember running outside of my dad. USA? And my dad was, like, shirtless in his jean shorts. And he was, like, burning leaves in the backyard. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, I was born in the USA. And he was like, yeah, we all were. And I was like, and then that just made my brain explode even more. Like, yep. I was like, holy shit, I am what he's singing about in this song. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the weirdest, most, like... It was like the most like false patriotic moment I ever yeah. had because I didn't know why right. I was excited. That's great. I mean, it was weird. Really, he. What was, year did that come out? I'm finding uh, it right that's now. That's a good joke, though. So, uh, Springsteen tickets could be a punchline for like so many jokes mm-hmm. back then. Just be like blah 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 blah. Springsteen yeah. tickets, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, "Yes, I love it." The tickets, I love it. We've all been there. I mean, even in there was an episode of The Office where Michael was trying to give away Springsteen tickets after uh, The Office got go. robbed. And he 
was trying to auction them, and they were the hottest, hottest mm-hmm. object. I bet hottest there was thing. a Cosby and a Full House episode about Springsteen. About Springsteen. Well, Springsteen is Full everywhere. House did do Tiffany. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been around since what, like ever? Yeah. He has. Like he's a he's a good. Demo. Um. All right. While you're looking that up, still. <laughs> I know it's taking forever. Um. Okay. So then we learn again to pick up on like the whole like switching partners. Then we learn Rose has dumped Dorothy as her bowling partner to bowl with the remaining Nielsen twin, and then Blanche comes in and says that the Nielsen sisters are back together, so then Rose goes back to Dorothy, who rejects her and asks Blanche to be her partner, and then Sophia pops in and says that she'll bowl with Rose to prove that she's no longer feeble and old and can take care of herself, mm-hmm. which is, again, a per- like, the the 84. culmination... 84. 84, 84 great. So, so it was timely. It was like right then, totally. right there. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so so we're, again, we're seeing how the A and the B storylines are really connecting in a great way. So the B storyline is that, you know, Sophia doesn't like that Dorothy's treating her like a feeble old person. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm, I'll show you. I'm going to get in on this whole bowling thing. Yeah. So great way to tie it together. Mm-hmm. And Augustine um, Bagatelli is played by Ralph Manza, who he was not in Cocoon, but he was in a, like... Hundred and like sixty five credits to his name. I loved all him TV in his shows. All yeah. No, all, I'm sorry. I was making no, a Tony Danza joke. He's, he was in Boy <laughs> Meets World for an episode. He was in Friends for an episode. I bet he played Mr. Feeny's brother. Charmed, uh, Silk Stalking. Wow. Tracy takes on. He's been on everything. Like oh, he, he was a big, big character actor. Yeah. He looks like a character. Silk Stalking though, guys. Silk Stalking. I'm not familiar with it. It's about caterpillars. No. Oh my God. No. It's like Red Shoe Diaries, but dirtier. I don't even know what Red Shoe Diaries is. Red Shoe Diaries, early 90s, Showtime, Skinamax stuff. I probably wasn't watching Different podcast. All right, different (laughs) podcast. Um, Different podcast. So let's see. Oh, so then there's this great scene where, so Dorothy wants to bowl with Blanche super early in the morning to get their practice in so they can get really good. Blanche is asleep at the kitchen table. It's 6 a.m., Dorothy comes in, she's like, Blanche, Blanche, and Blanche isn't waking up. So Dorothy does the greatest thing. She leans into her ear, and she goes, Blanche, wake up. My wife will be home any minute. And then Blanche is like, Wah! and she quickly shoots up. She's looking for her shoes. Looking for clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, looking for her stuff. Amazing. That was actually um, a really, really, really good setup for them. It is so amazing. Um, in a brief, weird moment, we learn Rose has six brothers, which yeah. I don't think are ever mentioned on the show. Um, they are mentioned in weird ways throughout the series. Are they? Like, yeah, because she mm-hmm. talks about her... Her brother Klaus and her brother... I mean, there's, like, random yeah, weird sure. German Scandinavian... She must have names. a huge family. Well, yeah, they're farm people. My mom had far- farm family, 18 brothers and sisters. 18? Whoa. Yeah. My mom has eight brothers and sisters, and I thought that was a lot. No, it's a thing. Like, it's farm families have it. Holy Yeah, farm. just keep popping them out. Jeez, they just like... <laughs> we, we do as the animals yeah. do. Um, so then... Uh, so then, Sophia... Ends up, so they're, they're going to be bowling against each other. It's going to be um, Sophia and Rose against Blanche and Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Sophia makes a wager with Dorothy. She says, if I win, you're going to lend me the money to fly to Sicily with Augie. If you win, you can have my antique silver earrings. Yeah. You know, which I'm sure she, she's liked. So that Well, Dorothy wager. asked for them. Dorothy okay, asked for the right. antique silver earrings. So then, like, yeah. and I'm pretty sure this was, like, an act blow. Like, dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Like, yeah. huge mm-hmm. thing. So then we come back and we're at the bowling alley. Uh, Let us talk about the bowling alley. The bowling alley looked like something from Boy Meets World. It looked like sort of, or I think every sitcom had the same bowling alley. And every mm-hmm. every extra, by the way, I think you mentioned yeah. that every extra was a woman. Yeah, except I did alley. notice. I noticed two men towards the end of the scene. Uh, One was about selling burgers, mm-hmm. as he should, and another was you know mingling, mm-hmm. trying to get a date. And mm-hmm. I think you made a funny observation when Blanche was like. They asked Blanche where something was, and she's like, oh, it's near the men's locker room. Oh. That was you. Oh. What? 
the locker said, room. Why would? Why is there a locker room oh, in a bowling yeah. alley? Why is there a locker room? I I've <laughs> been in bowling alleys before, and like. I've never gotten naked in a bowling alley. Like, like you no. don't change like, your clothes. You just change your shoes. Like, what do you need a locker And you don't need for? to shower. And then they have this long, not long, but they have this moment where, like, Blanche and Dorothy both, like, look in the men's locker room, and it's like, well, they're There's just, just a bunch of dudes changing their shoes. Do they have foot fetishes? Like, does Blanche <laughs> and Dorothy have a foot fetish that we don't know about? It's a, uh, that's the real plot B. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> So, so yeah, so we find out that the Nielsen twins are no longer bowling, because the dude they were both sleeping with died and had, like, yeah. a Viking funeral or something. And they had to go to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, Rose and Sophia come in dressed in bowling clothes that match Blanche's. Just to piss Blanche off. Just to piss Blanche off. And I have to say, and I mentioned this early in the episode, Rose has... An incredible body. She has a great rack. Such she's... boobs. And when she takes that top off and reveals mm-hmm. her pink satin sort of booby moment, she's it jiggles. And I'm... P.S. They're dressed like the pink ladies from Greece. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pink yes. and black and silk. And yeah. technically, it was referred to as a full bosom. Oh, yes. That's the language yes. we're using right. here. Yes. Full bosom. Full bosom. full bosom. Yeah, she goes, it looks so different on a woman with a full bosom. And Blanche goes, don't you throw your bosom in my face. <laughs> I write down all the quotes, you guys. Bosom All is, the lines. Yeah. Let's get bosom out there. Bosom was great. Yeah. Is bosom that, to be a thing. Do you yeah. get bosom from like what you're, because that's like va-va-va-voom, mm-hmm. voluptuous, Rubenesque, oh, really? right? See, I immediately go to Tom Hanks' bosom buddies. Oh. Yeah. But then again, I'm a gay homosexual. <laughs> I mean, no, I think of bosom buddies also. But you probably think of boobs first. It, bosom doesn't yeah bosom doesn't make me think of an actual like boob really it makes me think of like like, like, like bosom <laughs> is in whatever like a blouse or something bosom just is like oh, oh. bosom it's like <laughs> you're just waving your up. hand like oh yes. bosom it's dressed up it's not like a bare breast oh a bosom is so what's a, a rack it's like a, a, an it's elegant a rack. rack yeah oh wow so a bosom and a rack are the same thing yeah, I guess yeah. so. Like rack, because ra- yeah. But rack it's sounds a, like it sounds like a singular. Sound. It sounds it's like a singular item. Yeah, a rack. A rack to me is like bosom. Also, like can a be wonder bra. Don't they use bosom in like the Bible or something? It's like hold me up to your bosom. Oh, do they? Bosom. Well, Gore Vidal uses um, being held as a line. That's a really great quote. Being held up to a sex, or he held his sex or her sex. Oh yeah, like, that's like it's a, a subtle way of talking about it. So, yeah, I guess maybe bosom. bosom. Okay, so she's got a bosom. Um, She's got a brack on her. Dorothy is the only one out of four of them. She is not wearing proper bowling attire. Well, no, but I mean... Do you think she's above it? Yes, she is above it. Oh, she has... Yeah. Yes. She's got her Dorothy version of a bowling outfit. Also, she's like 700 feet tall. Like, Mm -hmm. she could wear... She probably couldn't fit into the clothes that They make, day. they can, that's what tailors are for. They have costume people. Like, Dorothy is not, she's on a public school teacher budget. You think she's having pay money to have a tailor? I don't know. No, what she was wearing was not, it was like a custom made bowling shirt. Yeah, I think it was, was a bowling. I don't think it, it was. It was just drapey and blue and like canary blue and yellow. And yellow and but it had low, like buttons it low. It did have low buttons, you're right. Which made it look like, I think she went to the the place and said, I want a bowling shirt, but yeah. I want it to look like all my other shirts. And they were like, okay, we'll like make And they were like, you. just give her something that we were going to use on the show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it had the stripes and the name. Yeah. Oh, it did. But it wasn't, re- yeah, I think so, but it wasn't regulation yeah. shape. So. She's like Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so this is supposed to be a bowling tournament. Yes. yes? And yet, there There's are no, no judges. Predators. 
There are no other competitors. Mm -hmm. We see B-roll footage of people bowling, but it's just balls going down gutters. We don't even see anybody else bowling. They're keeping their own score. Match the actual design. No, like that was shot with like they were shot on two different mediums. Like Mm -hmm. the B-roll footage is always a little soft. It's like grainy Mm -hmm. film, and then like the shows is like a regular video. It's (laughs) very bizarre. (laughs) Um. So now, so now we have uh, yeah. So Rose and um. Shit, who's playing it? Rose and Sophia are playing against Blanche and Dorothy. Rose, to get a rise out of Dorothy, calls Sophia Ma. Oh, and Dorothy throws Dorothy for a fucking loop. She drops the ball and freeze frames on herself, like mouth agape when she hears it. It was surprisingly uncomfortable. Like, it was like. You mean the the second time or the first time she The first time when she said that? First time, uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. It got real dark. Because it was like. Oh, she named it. Yeah, like, she, yeah, it was real serious. It yeah. wasn't cute. But then no. they, they kind of wrapped it up with a joke yeah. right after. Oh, yeah. I told you that would get her. But yeah. right before that, it was like, oh no, she's going to cut a bitch. She's going <laughs> to um, cut. We also, we also learned in this moment, Blanche <laughs> chokes under pressure, yes. despite being a really good bowler. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, foreshadowing. And so there's a great moment where Dorothy comes up to her, and she goes, and she's in her ear all nurturing, and she's like, if you don't feel like bowling... You don't have to. Just hold on to the ball and I'll throw you down the lane. <laughs> and then Blanche freaks out and throws the ball. She like has it against her chest with both hands and then heaves it yeah. like a little kid learning how to throw a basketball. I, feel like for the I first have to time. admit, in my own in her defense and my own, I feel like I have done that as a means of like as a Like joke she's just trying to like get rid of it. Or like do mm-hmm. that gay shtick and you're just like, oh mm. you know. Uh-huh. And but I, she knows I, how to bowl. Yeah. Well yeah. but does she? I don't know. Oh, she's getting like a case of the yips. Yeah. You know, where like suddenly everything she's ever learned comes completely unraveled under yeah. pressure. I like that. Um A case of the yips. Yeah, like the yips. What is that? Yeah, I was on How I Met Your Mother. Man. <laughs> anyway. Not a real life thing? It's a thing. The no. yips. And then like Heidi Klum's like, oh, the yips. In German, we call that whatever. It's a great episode. I didn't like the way the show ended. Still so <laughs> Sorry. Still not I have so many thoughts. Different podcasts. Um, here's what I love to imagine. The women are releasing balls off yes. camera. What I like to imagine is that these are, I mean... I don't, I don't know if they're real bowling balls that they're throwing. They look maybe like they could be heavy. Maybe the girls are just really good with props. But I like to imagine they're throwing them, and there's, like, some poor PA in, like, hockey padding who's, like, who's just, like, like a video game character, yes. just, yes. Go, like, Frogger, just, like, like, just trying to catch them. That's what I imagine. Oh, it's amazing. Um... So let's see, then what happens? Um, oh, so then Augie shows up yeah. to the bowling alley, mm-hmm. has the sweetest moment well, for Sophia. Let's, so Blanche finishes up her set, her yeah. bowling set by, so she gets she gets a bout of, you know, because they do a, what do they do? They do something, they do the Oh, she shake, does the bosom shake. And that, that pisses Blanche off apparently, and Blanche then is able to get up the confidence to throw the ball with some you know, gusto. And mm-hmm. gust, yeah, gusto, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so she throws the ball down the thing, and she's like, I did it. And Blan- and Dorothy goes, it was only two pins. And oh, she's right. like, it's a personal triumph. <laughs> and she says it like the like the cowardly lion. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, personal triumph. <laughs> I noticed her mouth Your doing... face made it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She did say it like that. Yeah. Very. She got very pursed lips at the end of it. Um... So then Augie shows up, has the sweetest conversation with Sophia, remembering their first kiss, Mm -hmm. and they're like, their foreheads are touching. They're folding each other. It's very, very sweet. Dorothy sees this from afar. Um, She decides she's, we see, she throws the game, right? She throws the game, 
Rose, as soon as Dorothy misses whatever, doesn't get as many pins, this the guttural scream that comes from Rose's amazing. mouth. Yeah. She goes, A gutter ball! We won! We won! You lost! It's like That's uncomfortable like for me now. It is <laughs> like she just what like Ed McMahon just showed yeah. up at her door yeah. with like the publisher's Which, clearing I mean, house. You have to give it to Betty White. Uh, like, all these women are are you know classic TV actresses. Like and well, like, except for Estelle, but she's becoming one at that point. And they're all like famous in their own right. My throat hurts from doing. Yeah. That. <laughs> well, do you want some water? No, and, I have water. And uh, and so they're all like they have these personas that are very big, but like you know she could have played it. Down and just sort of acted the part away, but no, she or gave into it like she normally yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, goes, she just went to this crazy place. Yeah, it's she perfect. went yeah. to a crazy place. I know people like that too. Yeah, yes, like, like that are that com- competitive. Yeah. where you're just like, who are you right now? Yeah. You're not the same. They they got it. I don't like, know. Yeah. What is that? What is that with people that that they get that competitive? I give up really easily. I'm like I'm gonna take a nap. I know. I am, yeah. I'm like I'd rather step out. I'm yeah. just gonna take a break. Yeah. Yeah. We're more Blanches. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's a personal triumph. <laughs> triumph. Um, so then we cut to a few... That was probably uh, Act 2 break. Uh-huh. So then we cut to... It's a few weeks later. Sophia has returned from her trip wearing the most adorable, like, robin blue adorable. dress and a Sunday yeah. hat. Yeah. She's regaling Dorothy. Her and Augustine had a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, I know you through the game. Which is sweet. Which is so sweet. Yeah. And then she gives Dorothy the antique earrings anyway. And it's just like, I love their relationship yeah. so, so much. It's... And this oh, is a double so hitter. Sweet. The last episode also featured a very loving mm-hmm. sort of Sophia-Dorothy relationship. So, so moments. great. Um, so they have that beautiful moment, um, and then to tie up the A story, so Rose comes home with the trophy. Wearing a great, Rose's outfits, I have to say, because of her boobs probably. Her bosom. She, her bosom. It accentuates her bosom. They're very, they're good sometimes. She's got, She wears yeah. a dress really well. She does wear a dress really well. Yeah. She usually gets like, there's like, yeah, it's, it's always, cinch waist sort of cinch waist thing. right yeah. below her boobs. Uh-huh. Looks great. Flowy mm-hmm. sleeves. Um, so they're still mad at her. She comes in with a trophy. She had all of their names engraved on it because they're all winners, except yeah. her name is three times larger than theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes and puts the trophy in, in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And that's the end applause. of the episode. And applause. it was just a really tight, great episode. So it Rob, was what was so what was good. your takeaway? Oh, I gotta start with the takeway. Oh man, no, no, not, not not golden takeaway, but like what was oh. your what what do you think about the episode? Reg- regular takeaway, yeah. not oh, regular, regular takeaway. takeaway. Oh, uh, I love the episode. Uh it's just fun to see them get all competitive. I thought that was the that's like the best part. Yeah. Everyone just getting really angry and dark over mm-hmm. something very stupid. Yeah. Like bowling tournament. There we're gonna get a thousand big bowling fans who I are now so. gonna like leave me <laughs> oh. comments yeah. about Rob Hubel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rob Hubel's gonna start getting all these tweets like they're like, Fuck you and your hatred of bowling. Yeah. And like, what? It's not silly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you so what what when when you watched the Golden Girls mm-hmm. before like what was your past watching of Golden Girls? I watched it a lot as a kid. It yeah. was like on and on syndication or whenever. Yeah. And it was something that I'd be like, "Oh, it's like in in my brain when it was on, I'd be like, "Huh, I like this. I don't mind it." Yeah. Where it like compared to other TV shows, it would it would stick out like something that you sh- wouldn't or wouldn't or shouldn't like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Being a little boy, you're like, oh, okay, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what they're doing really. Yeah. But I like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't dislike them. Like uh, Empty Nest, for instance, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't like, yeah, couldn't watch. I have trouble. Can never connect I'm, anything yeah. to it. I'm gonna get up. It's not gonna be a great episode when we get to the no. emptiness spinoff I think we'll have episode. Mm-hmm. We'll do a thing. Uh, of it. We'll but do a thing. But there was, I'm not I, I knew it was an adult show. I knew it was like not for kids, mm-hmm. but it was still like. I got it, and yeah. like, especially Estelle Getty was like she was. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, sure. it's so weird because almost almost everyone we talked to were like, yeah, I watched it as a kid, I really liked it. Yeah, and I yeah, and it's weird because it, this wasn't a show meant for kids, no. but like mm-hmm. I loved it, and yeah. I and I can't say why. I think it was just yeah, like I could see that Sophia was like this like funny, you it know, was clear. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like watching something in another language. You don't need to know yeah. what they're saying it's as much context. as you get what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, and that it's funny. And they're like, so well defined. And yeah, the four characters do it so well mm-hmm. that you yeah. don't. I mean, any. And it's across the board. Everyone yeah. can love it and mm-hmm. find something, find a mm-hmm. nugget of of goodness from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any trivia from this episode that um, the world tells us? No, IMDb made a point about Dorothy about the um the Dorothy and the dipping of the spoon oh, and how there is no yeah, sauce that on was it. Too much. Which you know there was no trivia, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Well, those two a golden takeaway. Um, my golden takeaway. Mm-hmm. So golden takeaway is just like, you know, a little, like, the light moment that you can take from it that mm-hmm. helps your own life. Um, and my golden takeaway is don't be competitive. Mm-hmm. Life is too short to be competitive. Even though I love watching Betty White at being competitive, mm-hmm. life's too short to be competitive. Just, like, you know, hug it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go serious with this golden takeaway. I feel like I tend to go, like, uh, tuna fish makes a good perfume. Ha <laughs> ha, Rose. Um... <laughs> I'm going to say that with Sophia and Augie, Augustine, that it's kind of sweet to see that um, that past loves can mm-hmm. can resurface in your life, mm-hmm. you know, however, you know, 60 years later, and that yeah. maybe if you have a strong connection with someone, maybe you'll always have a strong connection with someone. That's sweet. <sighs> <laughs> Mine was similar. I was going to oh, say no. Augie. You can have seemed, the same one. You can have the same Aug- one. Well, uh, yeah, I was taking from Augie's uh, lead, which is like, yeah, when when you get to that point in your life when you're just way older, more experienced, mm-hmm. and looking for new people in your life, you can go back and maybe the the Estelle Getty is hanging Aww. out waiting. Mm-hmm. Really also sweet, widowed. Guys. Also widowed. Wow, this and, was a really uh, sweet everything. This was a sweet everything. I'll say we don't know what happened. Augie just went back home, and they just oh yeah, this thing he's never talked about again. No, yeah. but who yeah. does Sophia <laughs> marry later? A different oh, guy, right? Yeah, a different guy. She has many she, different people coming. She does to her life marry from her a past. guy. Yeah, and that yeah. they've had love affairs with. But I think I feel like the two of them had an understanding. Like yes, they were like, yeah. "You're this coming to see me for a week." This is it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're both gonna be dead. Fuck we're not seeing we each other again. Yeah. Ah. They never. I know. Made I you, went there. I you went there. there. Yeah, you got mad say, at me oh. when I said Rose. For some reason, I can didn't... see Sophia being sexual more than the other women. Oh, well, she they, does get sexual. Yeah. You would think so they would we'll make a joke it. at least in the end thing, like a little button joke about them making whoopee or something. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it was just too. They had to keep it sweet. They had to keep it sweet and sincere, and it was like two friends reconnecting and touching foreheads. And with that, with that, that is out on the lanai. So, Rob, where can people follow you? Oh, uh, I'm on Twitter. My name is Rob Michael Hugel, H-U-G-E-L. Yeah. Last name. And then uh, I have a YouTube channel called I Hate Being Single. Don't we all? Right. (laughs) 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 
I lost my pen. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you really? No, no, it's fine. Oh. Uh, real jokes, real okay, jokes. Real but, uh, and, yeah, that's on YouTube, and it's a web series and cha- YouTube and channel. And we'll post it all on the website. Thank you. Yes. Um, and I am Carrie Doherty. I am on Twitter uh, at Squid Eating Squid. No, squid squid eat squid. 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 That would squid be your squid. every time. Okay, you go. I'm yes. not even gonna address it. And I'm H. Allen Scott. H. A. L. A. N. S. C. O. T. T. I love that you spell it every time. It's every adorable. time. Well, because people, because people want to do the two L's, and it's like, no, it's one L. Oh yeah. Or they want to do the okay. L L E N. It's like, sense. no, it's L A N. Well, thank you for listening today, <laughs> slut puppies. Yes, yeah, so thanks for and having me. Go to adamalani.com for all kinds of golden girls fun. Woohoo!